Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I have had it with the Rangers. Enough. It's been pain. It's been torture. Every freaking year, it is the same thing. And I do take some responsibility. You know what? I apologize for thinking that this series was over. Over. I am an idiot. How could I get involved with the Rangers and trust them even after witnessing those first two games at the Rock? The Rangers looked like a Stanley Cup winning team in those first two games. Since they've looked like the losers that they are. The perennial losers that they are. And I am tired of it. Can't get a goal on this backup stiff. Are you kidding me? Lifeless in game four. Run out of the building in game five. Boy, I can't wait to sit there with my nephew Saturday night and see what's in store for us. We dropped basically a grand to get in the building. You got to be kidding me. This is unacceptable from the Rangers. You cannot lose this series. Who's coming through with the guarantee? Because I know number 11 isn't coming through that door in that locker room. Who is it? Who's going to fill that void here? Who's going to step up? I know it sure as hell ain't going to be Panarin. I'm tired of watching him dance around on skates. Panarin, all he does is dance around out there. Do something productive. Kane washed. I'm tired of watching Mikola with the puck. Every time I look up, it's big old slow number 77 with a chance to do something, and he can't. He doesn't have that skill. Where's Kreider? Where the hell is Mika Zabinijad? What is going on with the Rangers? That power play that looked unstoppable through the first two games. A big reason why I thought this series was over or why I thought the Rangers were headed for a sweep. And remember, this was never about the Devils. Devils were a young team coming into this postseason. They had a great regular season, but I didn't think they were ready yet. I thought the, this was the Rangers' time. Guess what? Maybe wrong on that. Doesn't look like it. Maybe time for the Rangers to pack it in is what it's time for. But you give the Devils credit for fighting in Game 3, getting that tough win, giving themselves some life dominating in game four with a lifeless Rangers team. And then obviously, you know, this was a, maybe game four wasn't a dominating performance for the Devils, but it was more about the lifeless Rangers. And then this was a dominating performance really from start to finish for the Devils. But it's about the Rangers and their struggles. They're better than this. They should be better than this. 
They should be the team by now moving on to the second round. Not the Knicks. The Knicks did it. The Knicks exceeded expectations. The loser Rangers are on the verge of a historic collapse. Blowing a 2-0 series lead after dominating the first two games on the road like that? That can't happen. Unacceptable. And just when you thought, all right, you know what? They played well on the road. Let's see what they got going into New Jersey. They give you nothing again. And not only was the power play bad, they allow a shorty. I mean, you got to be kidding me, guys. You got to be kidding me. Right out of the gate. 40 seconds in, for goodness sake. 40 seconds in, you knew the Rangers were dead. And it's not Igor's fault. Basically, everybody but. Igor's doing all he could, keeping them in a game. It's everybody else. All of them. Fox being too cute. When he should shoot, he's passing. They're thinking too much. You know, Goudreau, I give him credit, trying to pick a fight there. With, uh, what was it, big number 88. I don't even know who the hell it is. Who gives a crap? But I'm watching that game going, somebody going to take this guy out? And Goudreau decides to go fight him, trying to get the, the, the boys pumped up. Guess what? Didn't work. It was all set up perfectly. Goudreau gets into the fight, gets the team pumped up. They go on to the power play. Have to bury one there. And instead, it was the Devils who bury one there. I'm sick of it with this team. Lafreniere, you suck. He's a bust. Kako, nothing. The kid line, done nothing. Rangers can't control the puck. I mean, the Devils are beating them every every loose puck, every which way. Even when the Rangers want a face off, the Devils seem to get control. Trocheck, nothing. Mika, as I said, nothing. Tarasenko, Kane, nothing. Wake up or you're going home. And I'll tell you, something has to change. Because this is not, it's one thing if they lost the series. Look, let's say this series played out the way that many expected. They split the first two. They split the next two maybe. All right, you lose a, a tough game five, come back home, whatever, long series. The way that this series has played out, it's unacceptably bad for the Rangers. You can't have those two performances in games one and two and look like a different team in the games that follow. And I'll give them a pass on game three, but games four and five have been dreadful for them. You just can't have that. That's where there's a big problem with this team. And I like Gallant, and I like the makeup of this team. Look, coming into the postseason, I thought that this was going to be a, a, a Stanley Cup winning team. I really felt it. All the pieces were in place. Everything that the Rangers needed was there. They had a nice mix. They they gelled with the additions with Tarasenko and Kane. All that was there. They had the special teams clicking, both the PK. I mean, obviously the power play as well. Last night, going into the game, they're talking about on the MSG pregame, like, Oh, look at these numbers for the Rangers. Their defense still best in the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's great. The problem is their offense. That's the issue. Nobody's saying about their defense, the offense. But they had everything clicking. Igor overcame early season adversity. He was getting hot at the right time. Power play clicking. New teammates gelling. All of it was there. And then they go and... 
dominate games one and two. Now, think about it. All the skill in the world. We talk about, oh, man, these first four lines as skilled a Rangers team as we have seen. Built to win a Stanley Cup. Not by accident. Not a team that's on the, uh, you know, on the come up here, on the rise. They were here last year. This was supposed to be the year. Then we see them dominate. So the combination of expecting them to be a Stanley Cup team going in and then seeing it play out like that in games one and two, that's where you have a major problem here with the Rangers and their performance in the ensuing games where they have now lost three straight, have done nothing on the power play since. Basically, offensively, they have been dead for three games, including on special teams. And on the verge now of an all-time choke job. Up 2-0 is one thing. Up 2-0 on the road after dominating, that is all-time choke job. And they'll come home in game six. And look, even with saying all this, uh, I mean, I can't believe that they're going to go out there and lay another egg. I just can't believe that. At home, they will get booed out of the building. Don't come back if they lose this game. All of them. Drury, Golant, Panarin, Mika, all of them, except Igor. Don't come back if you play like that in game six. They have to, have to figure out a way to win this series. Otherwise, things will change. They're going to have to change. It has been a terrible disappointment to watch and extremely frustrating as well when you look at what this team has done in the last three games. You give credit to the Devils. Look, there's a chance now we're going to see the Devils and Islanders in round two. Islanders will come back home tomorrow night. And see if they can get that to a game seven in Carolina. But there's a chance now you see both the Devils and the Islanders and the Rangers on the outside looking in to pour a little salt in the wound. That would make it even worse. It can't happen. You can't have that if you're the Rangers. You can lose, like, you could accept not winning the Stanley Cup. It, it's obviously, they haven't won since 1994. You can lose series, hard-fought series. It happens. Even when you're the better team, it happens. You cannot lose like this. Not after their start, not the way that they were built, not to the Devils, and not with the Devils potentially facing the Islanders. This is almost a worst-case scenario. Draw me up. You know, going into this playoffs, I was saying, I want the Devils, I want the Islanders. Draw me up a worse scenario than this one for the Rangers and their fans. Blowing this lead to the Devils? Where the Devils fans were mocking the Rangers last night? Igor, Igor, amongst other things. Devils were dead. They were DOA. Game three at the Garden. That was supposed to be the burial in games three and four. And instead, they come to life. And now the Rangers will be fighting for their playoff lives come Saturday night in game six. Brandon is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Brandon? Yeah, so my problem with the Rangers the whole season and even into the last playoffs is they can never finish games when they're supposed to. They play way too many overtime games, which adds more games to their season. And the same thing in the playoffs. Last season, it was seven games every single time. This year, if we're going to win, it's going to be seven games again. 
You're playing so many more games than the other teams are playing. You're not going to win a Stanley Cup with that with that formula. Brandon, that is exactly why after game four, I gave up on this team. Because no matter what happened after game four, the series was going to go six. And now we know if the Rangers are to advance, it's going seven. And you cannot win a Stanley Cup going every freaking series seven games. And it's one thing if it goes like that from the start, from the get-go, but when you're up 2-0, you've got to have a killer instinct and be able to put that team away, like the Knicks did in their series with the Cavaliers. The Rangers didn't do it, and that's why even if they win this series, I'll be disgusted with that team because I don't believe we are watching a team that can win the Stanley Cup. Agreed, 100%. And that's a big problem, and thank you for the call, Brandon. That's a big problem. That's why I'm really, I mean, forget about this series. They're not winning the Stanley Cup. That's the ultimate goal to win the Stanley Cup. I really thought they were going to do it going in. I certainly thought that was going to be the case after two games. Now you're seeing a team that looks like they're going to be lucky to get this to game seven. Forget about winning this series. Be lucky to get it to game seven. Justin is in Floral Park. What's up, Justin? Oh, boy, Sal, as the great Steve Summers would say, Rangers mm-hmm. in seven! Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sal, well, because they always go seven games. Yeah, it's, is, it, it can't happen. Sal, it's like, I don't know what's worse, watching the Yankees in the postseason every year getting no hits, or the Rangers never scoring big goals, Sal. It's like every time, it's the worst nightmare with this team. Every time, where is Mika Panarin loafing on the ice, not back-checking? When they, the two on one, I'm on done with Panarin. Play. I'm done. I don't know I'm what Mika's. I, I wish the Islanders would have signed them. I don't know what Mika's okay? problem is. I I, I, I'm done with Panarin. I'm going to tell you something else. Saturday night, I usually don't boo, and especially in front of my nephew, I am going to boo the pants off of all those guys when they touch the puck. I don't care if they boo me out of the garden. I'm booing them all. I've had it with Panarin and Mika. God bless you for spending that money to watch this garbage right now. Well, I didn't. I was. I didn't even think there was going to be a game six. Yeah, I mean, I spent I this money before the playoffs started, thinking that all right. Well, worst case scenario is game six. I get to go to one game. Hopefully, they wrap this up, and then we move. Uh, you know, they move on to the second round. But now, down three two. Did you ever think that after up two zero, they would be facing uh, going uh, to game six it's down three like, two? Uh, they, they turned this goalie into Brodeur, Patrick Wall, right. Jacques Plante, Hashik. I mean, it's unbelievable. Right. This guy's not seen any. T- you know, it's, it's just a joke. Amir Schmid. I mean, think yeah, about that. They, he's a brick wall. They can't yeah. score a freaking goal on this guy. You got to be kidding me. Unbelievable, Sal. And and the power play is non-existent. And uh, like you said, this defenseman, they got to get rid of this guy. Bring up Harper. Put Harper in the line. If we still hit somebody. No, well, Harper's awful, too. I mean, But, but no, it just shows I, I'd you. I'd rather take him than this guy. This guy looks like he's playing in quicksand. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he's, he's, always, he's always got the puck, it seems, in space or an yeah. odd man rush. Somehow, mikola has got the puck, and the guy can't move. But, Sal, they're doing nothing, man. they got no lanes. Fox can't get the puck through. Every shot is getting blocked. Well, like why is against- that? Why? I, I mean... I, they got to figure it out. Galant's got to yeah, make some adjustments. Like we're going against Jacques Lemaire's 95 Devils. This is, like, unbelievable right now, Sal. Infuriating. It is Night inf- and day. And, uh, you know, listen, I, I think they're going to force a Game 7 just to break our hearts. And, you know, it's... Agreed. It's, 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 you know, it is, Sal, the bottom line is the Devils are hungrier. Devils want it more. And that's the bottom line. That's why we're down 3-2, brother. I don't know if they want it more. Thank you for the call, Justin. I appreciate you checking in. I don't know if I would say that they want it more. I don't know if I would say that they're hungrier. I definitely would say that right now the Devils have all the confidence, they have all the momentum, and the Rangers are playing like a team that is scared to lose this series. They are playing scared. They are choking. The Rangers are choking this thing away. They're thinking too much. They're trying to be too precise. 
all of the above. They're scared to lose this series because they know they can't after being up 2-0 like that. This is on Gallant to figure it out. If not, he's going to get fired, and he should, honestly. And I love the guy. I don't think he's the problem, but you can't have this happen. And if I'm Drury and I see this team collapse like this, first of all, he should be questioned after making these moves. Now, none of us questioned it at the time. I know some people said, ah, Kane wasn't the right guy, but... Ultimately, they got him for nothing. How could you not add Kane, who guy wanted to come here? But he has not done anything in his last three games. And you could say, oh, he's had an assist in each game. No, I don't care about that. I'm watching a play. Where's the impact being felt from Kane, specifically on the power play in his last three games? It's not. You know, Tarasenko got the series started off in the right way, both those games in games one and two. Nothing since. Nobody's done anything since. But if I'm Drury, I'm looking at this team saying, what the hell is going on here, guys? Maybe questioning their mental toughness as well. And when you look at, to me, the biggest culprits have to be Mika and Panarin. Those have to be the two biggest guys. Because you expect so much from them, and then they don't deliver in the postseason like this. Zabinijad last year in the the Penguin series was the biggest factor for turning that thing around. Well, where has he been? What's going on here with Mika? Move him from the bumper, down in the slot there. I mean, what? Well, it doesn't matter. Rangers doing nothing. Something's got to give. Even the kid line, which excels at puck control, they're getting outworked. They're getting out-hustled by the Devils. Joe is calling from the Lower East Side. What's up, Joe? Hey, Sal. What's going on? I appreciate the call, man. How are you, Joe? Good, good. Just came back from the game. Just parked. Uh, so, um, listen, you know, you're, I know you're really irked about the game. But uh, I don't think you're giving the Devils enough credit here. I don't really, like, they came in as the higher seed. Um, and listen, you say what you want, but uh, Hughes took the game by the cojones on Saturday night, and he's, he hasn't stopped. Well, I said the and other day that um, after, well, when was I on Monday, after games three and games four, my first show on, that Hughes has been the best player on the ice in this series. I mean, that's why that's why they're booing him at the Garden. You of know? course. It's, which is lame. Yeah, boo the best player on the ice. I get why they do it, but to me, <laughs> that would just motivate them more. I wouldn't say anything. I know it's a tradition and they do it, but he's the best player on the ice. It's Listen, a, I mean, this, this is a story uh, rivalry. I don't think this, this is the most underrated rivalry in sports, in my opinion. Uh, it's not over by a long shot. Listen, I, I'm, I'm a hardcore Devils fan. Grew up in Jersey. Live in the city now. Mm-hmm. But, like... Um, the, the, the Devils, like, look at Eric Holla. Eric Holla is probably the most underrated player on the ice. He he scored that goal. He scored another goal in the Who's series. 88? Who's number 88? Uh, not Paul. He's, he's one of the defensemen. But he, he, he grinded it out too. Yeah, I, Marino, I hate that guy. Marino, Marino was one of the most amazing pickups yeah, ball. that yeah, Gerald I, had. I hate that guy. Well, here's, the, here's the one thing, Joe, and I, I am giving credit to your Devils. But where you're saying I'm I'm ripping the Rangers as opposed to giving credit to the Devils because the Rangers collapsing is the story. You know, Devils. Oh, if, I, yeah, the I Devils agree, get to man. the next round, and I do I do give the Devils a ton of credit because they very easily could have folded. They fought hard in Game Three in a well played game. I thought it was Sal. I thought it was over. Sorry, I thought it was over Saturday night. I was sitting there in the dark. I'm like, it's over. You know, whatever. You give me one. Give me one win. Don't let them ever get swept. And when Dougie Barry Dougie Barry that goal. It was just a shot of adrenaline. 
you know, and then, you know, changing VTech to Schmid. I said, I, w- I went to the game last Thursday and they, I'm like, how the hell is this team ever going to come back off the mat like that? The, the Ranger fans were like, that was it. I'm like, can you give me one damn win? Right. And they did. That, that's that's Lindy, Lindy, de- Lindy Ruff deserves a ton of credit for making a goalie switch. That's number one. Whether it's just Schmidt's play or even the fact that it got in the Rangers' heads, and I think it's probably a combination of the two. And then Saturday night, what that goal did was give the Devils the opportunity to exhale and also give them confidence. Because they were a team that was getting steamrolled, and they didn't know oh, what hit them. A doubt. And the Rangers let them off the hook. And once they scored that goal, it was like, okay, now we're back in this thing. We could beat this team. And the Rangers, with all the pressure on them in game four, having to win at home to go up 3-1, they, they were awful. They were flat. And now, I think in this game, tonight in game five, the Devils played their best game of the series. I mean, they jumped on them hard. They, like, I was there. The place was rocking. There were a lot of Ranger fans, but... Like, when Palat scored that first goal, like, that was it. It was, like, on. And, like, I said to my buddy, I'm like, just, okay, let's let's get this done. And they grind it out. The neutral zone, like, face-offs. And they they just, anytime you saw uh, uh, Panarin, uh, Zabinijad come in, and that, that one save that Schmidt made against Panarin going across yep. with that glove, that that was a, a, a kick in behind to everyone. Now, no, look, man. the Devils do deserve credit, Joe, and thank you for the call. But to me, the story is the Rangers collapse. Devils may have their day. You know, they move on, obviously, and the further you go, the bigger story they become. And not that I'm necessarily going to focus on the Devils here because it's just, you know, look, this is a Rangers town. It's as simple as that. I'm not neglecting the Devils or the Islanders, but it's not big as big of a deal as the Rangers, especially to me as somebody who grew up a Rangers fan here. And the idea that, hey, look, the Devils weren't built to win the Stanley Cup. Could they win it? I mean, why the hell not? I don't think that they will. I don't think that they're good enough. But I don't look at either of these teams anymore as being good enough. Right now, I think you have to clearly, and I know Boston was the best team coming in, but and usually it doesn't play out like that, but clearly it would be Boston is the favorite, and I would even put Toronto or Tampa Bay ahead of anybody else in the Metro division, including Carolina. I let my heart maybe get involved a little too much, although this Rangers team, like I said, was built to go win a Stanley Cup, and after games one and two, how could anybody watching that? And I know people are going to joke around. Oh, you touched the money. You said the series was over. Yeah, but realistically, how could anybody watching those first two games think anything other? Devils fan, Rangers fan, doesn't matter. You may not have thought it was going to be a sweeper, but you thought that that series was over. Even the Devils had doubts until they won game three. Rangers let them off the hook. That's why you got to step on their throat. You go up 3-0, it's demoralizing. 2-1 all of a sudden, eh, you know what, we got a chance. 2-2, two, two, uh-oh, now you're screwed. Danny is calling from Bayville. What's up, Danny? Hey, Sal, what's going on, man? How are you, uh, Danny? Fan here. Good, man, just got back from the Rock. It was a great game. I'm kind of with the last call. I'm a big Devils fan, but I-, I think the biggest thing that I wanted to touch on is Mika Zibanejad being shut down by Nico Heischer. I think Nico Heischer has been the key to this series and has dominated the center position. I think he's one of the most underrated Devils. And I think he's honestly, I know you're saying, obviously Jack Hughes is going to have the firepower. He's going to have the goal-scoring ability, along with the Dougie Hamiltons. But I think Nico Heischer is going under the radar with how amazing he has played center. I'm not going to argue that. I mean, you could say he's the best player on the ice as well. Hughes, to you know, to the, your point, is scoring on the breakaway, beating Shesterkin a couple of times. 
Uh, that's why I think he's the best player. But yeah, I mean, you got to give credit to Eko Hishir. Here's the thing. Devils, stars, the Devils' top players, they're getting the job done, specifically in the last three games, where the Rangers have stars all over the ice, and they're not getting anything done. Yeah, I mean, listen, I agree with you. I think uh, I, I think Kane has a lingering injury. I, I really do. I think he's a little washed up right now. I think that he's turned the puck over. He's become more of a liability for you guys. Fair enough. Forget Kane, think- though. Look at what you, you mentioned, Zibanejad, Panarin. I mean, even Kreider are going quiet. Even the defensemen are not doing it. Keandre Miller's been invisible this series. Fox passing up opportunities to shoot, trying to get too cute. I mean, they just got to be better, every one of them. Well, listen, I agree, man. I love your passion, and... and- What's great, and I'll preface this by saying I think for the next five years or so, you're going to see a lot of Devils-Rangers playoff matchups, which is awesome for hockey. You know, so I think it's going to be great for coming years. But listen, man, your team is not out of it. I'm a diehard Devils fan. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Uh, I, the Rangers, I, I, I know you're passionate about it, but the Rangers are a team that have the firepower. The Devils have to continue to play their game, and I know that you hate Kevin Ball because he was the best defenseman. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I keep seeing 88 doing damage. Yo, I want to get out there myself and take his rear end down. And thank you for the call, Danny. You're not kidding. I don't know who the hell this guy is. He keeps showing up on the screen causing the Rangers fits this 88. I swear to you, in the, I was watching the game at the SNY newsroom. I turned to my buddy Jackson, who we had on to the college basketball stuff months ago. Uh, Jackson, who the hell is this 88 guy? And is there anybody that we got that could go take him out? Next thing I know, Barclay Goudreau's going at him. Where's Revo when you need him? Now, I know I was harsh on the Rangers, and believe me, it's going to get even worse Saturday if they lose that game. But I'm just going to tell you my true feelings deep down. This is what I feel in my gut. I don't believe the Rangers are losing this series. I still don't believe it. I felt that way last year after the Pittsburgh series. Or not after, but after Pittsburgh went up 3-1. As much as logic is telling you, hey, it's right in front of you. They're down 3-1. Not good. I still didn't believe they were losing. And as much as I wanted to believe the Rangers could win this game, I never thought they were going to win game five. And even with that result, I still think they're winning this series. Because I sure as hell do not think they're going down at the Garden. I They can't. Like, they can't have that type of performance like we saw in Game 4. It just can't happen. And are they going to lose all three? I mean, if they did, that's why I'm saying it would be one of the worst choke jobs in New York sports. You, it's not a debate. I mean, it would be up there. I don't know where it would rank, but it's up there. This one will not be forgotten. Some other series losses hurt at the time, but then they come and go. This one will not be forgotten. It will be referenced all the time. Hey, looking good, but remember, remember in 2023, they were up 2-0 on the road before coming home. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. How could I forget? I still think, though, you're going to get a game seven here now. And and I ultimately think the Rangers are going to move on. But the bigger issue that I have, it's twofold. One, that they're so close to getting eliminated anyway. Two, even if they win, I'm going to be aggravated at this point. Even if they win. Because it shouldn't have taken seven games. All due respect to the Devils, after you get up 2-0 like that, it should not be going seven. They had a chance to bury them. And they let them off the freaking hook. And now they're down 3-2. God. Plus, I'm annoyed that it's an 8 o'clock start on Saturday night. I mean, I don't care really for me, but I'm taking my nephew to the game. I mean, a kid's, what, nine years old. 
And it could be a long game. And maybe you get overtime. It's, I don't want to complain about that and sound like a really old man. But, geez, I mean, does it need to be 8 o'clock? There's going to be a lot of kids in a building there. That's a late Saturday night. Come on, just drop the puck at 7, for goodness sake. 877-337-6666. We'll get into the Knicks and Heat because when we last left you last night, I was looking at the Bucks Heat score, and I'm like, ah, Bucks up, you know, double digits or whatever it was with about six minutes to go. Yeah, still anything could happen, but it seems like Milwaukee's going to extend that series to a game six. Wrong! Knicks Heat it is. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I'll be in the building game one on Sunday. We could preview that. We could also get into some of the baseball. Mets are fortunate to be able to salvage the final game of their series with the Nationals. What an atrocious series that was. Even with the win, that was ugly. I mean, Brooks really giving up a grand slam, really? Really? To give up the lead late in that game to the Nationals? Just just the Mets, you know what? The Mets aren't that good. I'm sorry. As At least as of right now. They're not that good. They're okay. They're not that good. Now, maybe when Scherzer, Verlander come back, things start to look a little different. Right now... They're not that good, and I don't love the lineup at all either. And the Yankees get a nice win in Texas behind another great performance from Garrett Cole, but a bigger story. Aaron Judge, after an injury scare yesterday, something with that hip is up, and sounds like the Yankees are going to be without him for at least a few days here. We'll know more tomorrow, of course, but that's always the biggest fear if you're a Yankee fan, something going on with Aaron Judge. Plus, we could get into the Jets and the Giants picks in the draft. Uh, Giants trading up to get a cornerback. Jets taking uh, an, uh, a linebacker, a pass rushing, a, a, de- a defensive end, a pass rushing uh, D end. What, what's his name? Will McDonald or whatever it is. So you, if you get that, uh, you get excited about that. Good for you. You know, we, we would have preferred an offensive lineman, but you know, the Jets had to trade back a couple of spots for you know who. And you know what? It's all about Aaron Rodgers right now. So you have to trust Joe Douglas as well. And I do trust both Joe Douglas and Joe Shane to do their job. But really, the draft for a change is not that big of a deal for the Jets and Giants where normally they're picking in the top five, top ten the last several years, and it was always a bigger deal. But now, not as big a deal, but you still hope that you could uh, get impact players. I do have one thought on the draft that I want to get to uh, in a little bit. Uh, so we'll save that as we'll go on until 2 a.m. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.